All right. Welcome to the Banshee Zone. Welcome back. We're back. We're a little bit early this week because we had midweek action. And someone's going to Florida. I am going to be in Florida. I have to go to the Orlando versus New York City FC game. That's commitment. Yeah. You're just going down for that. I'm going to the first New York City FC has like MLS game. nothing to do with the frigid weather. Yeah. Or families or anything yeah, no, like yeah. that. It's just, just, just going for the game. That's it. Yeah. So let's talk about, we're, we're, we're going to call this episode... No spit zone. No spit zone. Um, there was an incident between Newcastle and Manchester United. Quite the incident. Actually. It was. It was an interesting. Well, because it's 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 lasted longer than I thought it was going to. Mm-hmm. Um, Poppy Cisse gets tackled by Johnny Evans. Johnny Evans spits on Poppy Cisse. Yeah. And then Poppy Cisse gets back up and spits on Johnny Evans. How gross is this shit? Uh, it's, it's well. Nasty. First of all. It's it's probably the worst thing I think you can do, short of biting. Ever. I mean, it's it's no. I honest. I honestly think spitting in someone's face is worse than biting. Face. Yeah. Oh, I see. I didn't see this, but I just. Yeah. It's like the slap. That TV show, the slap. I didn't see it, but I know what it's all about. Yeah. No, I'm not watching that. (laughs) So. Poppy Cisse came out and apologized while Johnny Evans denies it. Yeah, that I thought that was like the lowest thing. It's like, bro, you have however many cameras in a stadium. There's got to be at least 35 cameras. They up. saw you. Yeah. There's, From every there's angle. no denying it. Yeah. There's like, actually x-ray footage of you spitting. They have it. They cat scanned it. They 3D imaged it. Now there's a hologram of it. You know, I mean, like, how can you deny it in a Premier League game? You could get away with it in like... Third division where they clean their own kits. You can't get away with it in the Premier League. That would be hilarious if they actually had a hologram and they just showed it in Old Trafford and it went down as the spit. The spit. And oh, this is when Johnny Evans went absolutely ballistic and spit on Poppy Cisse. <laughs> yeah. Um the biggest thing though is I'm happy nothing racist came out of this. Yeah. So that that is an improvement because I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people try to jump to that right away. Say no to racism, boys. Yeah, guess. it's just let's not talk about it. Um but so it's a six match ban I actually for heard, spitting. I actually heard because of a previous incident, because of an elbow he threw, and a previous is actually seven now. For who? Poppy Cisse. Oh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, so they okay, that's that's fine. Either way, but it's six matches by the FA to spit. Yeah. That's that's what it is. Um so we, we looked up a couple other things. It's five matches for racism. First count. How is that how is racism less worse than spitting? Well, I think spitting is it's I think nothing of you. I I, I hate you so much I'm going to degrade you as far as you can go. Racism is attacking something that you just can't control. You can't control your race. See, now, I kind of, you know... Like, I'm not saying racism isn't degrading. Like, I'm not trying to say that, all right? Yeah, I, I, I understand what, I mean? like, what you're saying. But what I'm saying is, like, you know, one, Poppy Cisse didn't spit on him first. I think that's kind of harsh in that sense. I think the, reta- the fact that it happened in the first place was, you know, you shouldn't ever do that. It's, it's yeah. a sport. You know, you're supposed to have a sportsmanship, but no one believes in that anymore, apparently. Um, I, I just do you think it's worse than uh, Suarez's bite? Uh, you know, the spitting action. I mean, not personally, because like, what were like the long term like effects of like a spit? You know, you wipe it off. Oh, it's degrading. No, no one's. Have got... you ever been spat at? Yeah, because I have. I've I've also been bit, but I've also asked for it though. So. I was like, spit on me and call me garbage. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know what I like, baby. Yeah. No, like, I've, I've been spit on by people that were, like, actually just, like, really upset with what I said to them. They needed to hear it, first of all, but they were a little tipsy, you know. Tipsy doodles? Yeah, so they, uh, they took it to a next level. Um, but anyways. Well, here's, see, here's, let me, just real quick. Here's yeah. my other thing about, like, the whole, like, spitting and, like, the racism thing. Is like stuff like that. It gets like these long bands, but then there's like tackles that can be like leg breaking tackles. And if a ref sees it, and he'll he'll give a yellow card, but then nothing else happens. That's part of the risk of the sport, though. I guess, but still, spitting. Like, how does that getting not... spit in the face 
is way worse, I think. Then having a leg broken? Well, no, I'm not saying like pain, so. but it, like in the degrading level. And like, because if you break someone's leg, yeah, there might be malice in it, but it could also be a, just a bad slide tackle. Like I said, it's part of the game. Spitting is not part of the game. I don't. Know. I don't think. I don't think it's worse, but it, you know. Um, but anyways, so let's let's go back to the game. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the end of the game was probably the poorest end of a game that I've seen in Premier League history. Newcastle just back passes the keeper. Someone just does a poor back pass to um, the keeper. And then he tries to kick it, and he kicks it right to Valencia. And then he just puts it in for the win. And it's just, it's mind-boggling how much they just cater to Manchester United for three points. They just they just literally handed it to them. Yeah. It was amazing. Because, I mean, everybody's picking on Manchester United right now about they're not playing well. And they're still getting results. Well, they- but actually, in this game, they, they did do okay. Did they? Yeah. They had a couple opportunities. Angel Di Maria came out in the 60th minute. I mean, there's they still have a, Manchester United is an identity crisis. Is pretty much what they're going through right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think Louis Van Hall is going to be there next year. Um, you can quote me on that. I will. I will take the brunt of the. Um, oh, you were wrong. The in the middle the of March about what happened in July. I will gladly take it if I'm wrong. Because I mean, I'm not a. I'm not a fortune teller. I just don't think he will be there. Just to clarify also, it was actually Ashley Young. Oh, that's not right. Antonio. Oh, yeah, Mills. sorry. That's fine. Yeah. You know, make mistakes happen. Yep. Um, I think I think if United doesn't finish top four. Yeah, like I said last week. They'll definitely be yeah, gone. They're gone. Um he's, I, gone. he's I gone rather. Do want to bring up another point about the game. Uh it definitely deserved to be a draw. Mm-hmm. At least one one. Because I I feel like that mistake at the end of the from, game from the was way that, so bad that it was inevitable. Like, yeah. it would have happened. Like, I felt like that was already in the cards. Mm-hmm. But Newcastle got denied a clear penalty that Marcus Rojo did. It, it was, There's no denying. It was a missed penalty. Yes, it was early in the game, but it should have been a penalty. Newcastle should have been 1-0 up. I think, in general, like, lately, there's been a lot of... And not even just lately, this whole season, just the refs in the Premier League, man. It's like when the NFL, American football, for all you out there who don't know, uh, had those replacement refs and just bad calls all around. Well, everybody remembers the Seattle Seahawks Green Bay Packers game. Everybody. Oh, that was the worst. Unless you don't watch American football. And in that case... No, honestly, not... that, that play has been... That was worldwide. What, was yeah. it? Oh, yeah. See, I even yeah. I don't watch... Football that much. Yeah, no, that, that play went around. That was the play that forced the real refs back. So, yeah, no, people know about that play. What was it? Refresh the, me. Um, the, What did they call it? The simultaneous uh, possession, and they gave it to the defense when it was supposed to be a touchdown. Oh, wait. Yeah, I and do remember that. I do yeah. remember that now. Yeah. It's, but that's how much I pay attention to the NFL. Yeah. Um, but just in general, just the refs. They've they, been a little rough this year. I'll give it to them. In yeah. in another game, there has been a couple games lately mm-hmm. where it's just like penalties. Like, how is that not a penalty? I don't yep. understand how you can be a licensed FIFA ref and say, well, he's tugging on his shirt in the box. He pulled him down. But it's play on, boys. I mean, the thing is, though, is, is in my opinion, in the long run, the more the refs suck. Mm-hmm the better the game is going to get. Well, let me explain this to you. Okay. All right. Please. We got goal line decision. Yeah. Because the refs clearly were missing actual goals. Mm-hmm. So let them keep doing these piss poor calls where that we, we as the public, we lose faith in the referees. Mm-hmm. Then we'll get, a, we'll, we'll get an actual replay booth. Because when there's a tackle... Or a penalty where everybody stops playing anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you have those 15, 20 seconds where the you got the players complaining and everything. That's where you can have five guys in a booth watching it from all 37 angles. And then they vote and then they send it back to the sideline and call it in. Be like, yellow card, this player, blah, blah, blah. It's going to happen. I don't know so? when it's going to happen. I'm not trying to put a year on it. I would say within the next five years because... Let's let's be honest. The English FA kind of moves pretty slow. 
I think that to just solve the whole situation, get robots. Yeah, dude. Get ref robots. Android robots. <laughs> Robo ref. I want to see it. <laughs> Not in just the Premier League. I want to see it in all leagues. Yellow guard. You are sent off. <laughs> Second get off. Anyways. So we had... Let's move on. Let's move on. We've, 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 we've hit the back wall. Yes. All right. Um, we had an we, almost fight. This another week. another altercation. But it wasn't between players this Ooh, time. Oh, yes. Surprisingly it was enough. It, actually, it, was a, it was a good one. This was better than Mancini versus Sir Alex a couple years ago. <laughs> this was Jack Bruce versus Gus Poyet, and, and everyone whole, wanted to see it. Yeah, everybody wanted to see what would happen because you you have a scrawny, lean, leaner guy versus like the bigger brawler guy. Like it would have been interesting. I feel like I don't know who would have won, but I feel like Gus Poyet looks a little scrappy. You know what I mean? But Jack Bruce got like that English in him though. Yeah. So I gotta feel like he'd be like, All right, mate, you want to go for it? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so there was a Jack Rodwell dive, and then there was also something about Steve Bruce's son stirred up Gus Poyet, and it was just, it sounded off on the sideline, and Steve Bruce just went at it. Gus Poyet finally got, he had to watch the rest of the game from the bench, mm-hmm. not the bench, the seats. The stands. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was, uh, I mean, so... I don't know what he said, but he he said something. Something was said. I mean, they both kind of squashed it after the game, so we're never actually going to figure out what was said. Like Gus Poyet said, essentially after the game, whatever happens on the field stays on the field. I have no problems with him. And like Steve Bruce didn't really say it as as well as he did, but he was kind of just like he wasn't going to bring it up what was Mm -hmm. said. Um, But another news for uh, Sunderland: uh, Adam Johnson happened. Oh boy! And um, we uh, figured out his uh, favorite Van Halen song. If you want to kick me off. And the crater will rock. rock. Allegedly. 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 If you don't know what happened, if you haven't seen. He's allegedly been charged for having statutory rape. With a 15-year-old. Well, they keep saying under 16. It No one. But, like, no. I remember the first reports was 14. And then it said it like 15. 15. And then it's like just under 16. It's like make yeah. up make up your mind. Yeah. yeah. Like, give us give us facts. Um, oh. that's, that's just a bad look. Yeah, you know we were talking about. Adam Johnson. I mean, I, I honestly feel like he's a professional footballer, and I feel like he it wouldn't be that hard. I mean, maybe he's just weird and he's into that shit. I mean, that's I actually hope not. Yeah, I really hope not. Uh, but then again, he's on Sunderland, so black cat. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I'm just saying the nickname of the team. <laughs> so therefore, black cats. <laughs> therefore, black cat. Not guilty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's move on. Yeah, Arsenal, QPR. It was a, hit me with some fast facts I'm on a, this. I'm gonna hit you with some uh, fast facts on this game. Char- the three goals scored were Charlie Austin was the one for QPR, and then the two for Arsenal was Alexis and Giroud. Now Giroud, he has five goals in his last five games in all comps. He did not score in the Monaco game. Yeah, I was, but he I scored was bring two. This up. In Middlesbrough. Erasing Monaco memories. Yeah. No, it's it's there. There's no erasing it. There's no getting by it. It's yeah. just a pockmark on the on the beautiful face of Olivier Giroud, unfortunately. Um, Charlie Austin's up to 15 in this campaign in the BPL. That's Let, impressive. I, oh, gotta, I still got to... Yeah. He's a goal machine, but like, look at where QPR is in the table. They, QPR relies way too much on him to score goals, and I don't feel like they're a good all-around team. They have some, like, Junior Hoylet and then Bobby Zamora, you know, they offer yep. some things, but they're not doing well. Alexis is up to 13. Uh, Alexis Sanchez's goal was just breaking FIFA. It was, man. I mean, he, he had, he, like, he, I mean, that was a quintessential FIFA 15 break-the-game goal. Like near point, and he's like sneak it in. For those of you who great. don't know what that means, breaking the FIFA, we're not going to share all the Our things, tips and tricks. But I'm just going to say, if you go near post on every keeper, pretty much in the game, he can't defend it. You gotta, and you you just you you lightly tap B. You tap B, or you don't, you don't or lay on it. Circle, right? That's PS3. That's yes. what B is. Yeah, PS4. Bro, we're next gen. What are you talking yeah, about? Um, so here's another fun fact. Both games. Uh, QPR, Arsenal end at 2-1. Arsenal's done the double. And in both games, both Alexis and Charlie Austin have both scored. Oh. In the other game, I believe it was Rasiski was the other goal scorer. Um, you know, first half, QPR, you know, they didn't let Arsenal run their game. Uh, but I think they really, they were like hoping that like 
they would get that goal. They, they wanted to go up at home, but they didn't. It went to halftime, nil-nil, and then Arsenal came out in the second half and just were in control. Um, I will say about my boys, Gabriel was playing pretty good, but then he got injured, and now he's out with a hamstring injury, and we can't keep... Yeah, you guys love your hamstring Because of what? Like, I don't understand why it's always something in the legs. I think we're doing something wrong. I said this before in the show. Like, first episode, we need to check it out. Fuck the Mourinho conspiracy. I say there's some sort of training conspiracy. Someone's sabotaging from the inside. You heard it here I feel first. Like, I feel like there's... Well, a lot of things happen with legs, though. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, even look at my team. Like, for example, Man City. Company always has a calf injury. There's always, like, Aguero. I I, I lose my shit every time the poor guy goes down because I, I think he's broken for six months. Like... <laughs> um, Just get up, please. Yeah, exactly. Please. Yeah. Uh, Samir Nasri, the same way. Yeah, you know I mean mm-hmm. Yaya Torre surprisingly because I he takes big falls. He's a big dude, and I'm like, he's done, he's done, and then he just walks it off so every he, single time. It's like I'm watching like, a tree fall over. I, it's a yeah, a mighty oak tree <laughs> yeah, falling yeah, yeah. in the forest. But anyways, let's talk about um, Arsenal's form recently. I I'm actually very impressed with Arsenal recently. I I have been in the in the league at least. Yeah. Uh, Champions League. Well, none of the Premier League teams did good in the, any other way. No, year, so. they really haven't. Except but, for uh, Everton. But that's the last loss they had was in February, I believe, like February seventh, I believe, yeah. to Spurs. So they've gone twelve points out of a possible twelve from the last four games. Um, so. Based on what you know, I think Arsenal is cementing their top four, maybe third. I, 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 I believe you with cementing top four. I do. I completely agree with you, and I feel like they, they, they have a pop. They have the, the quality in them. Yes. If they can run at this form and City keeps their current form. Okay. If City steps up to where they should be playing, yeah. then no, we're not losing second. I mean, but can you guys make up a four-point gap? Yes. Definitely. Um, eight and six, my friend, is yeah. all I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, who's to say they couldn't make a late push for the title? Mm. Now, you say mm-mm, but, you know, Chelsea, uh, they have... What are they, nine points above you? Yeah, but eight and six is all I'm saying. Eight and six. Eight and yeah. six, you know. and Do you think Arsenal has the quality of that Man City side that, that year? I think... <laughs> this is a tricky question, because... I think if we stay focused, yes, but I also know Arsenal yeah. from being an Arsenal fan. I still think you guys need a fucking quality striker, though. I st- I don't think you have it. Uh, you know, I mean, top, top quality striker. I wouldn't say Giroud is world your class. Midfi- your midfield, sh- your midfield is great. You need that. You need that holding mid. You need a striker. You guys finally got a center back. Well, we got a good holding. I think Cockland has really stepped up in that holding. Yeah, no, but I'm, I'm just the saying. The man in the iron you can, mask. You can always week. use a better one. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I, I mean, I feel like Danny Welbeck is not a top quality striker. If you want Olivier to break it down Giroux, to the nitty gritty. Olivier Giroud is... Because, I mean, like, this is what I'm trying to compare him to. Sergio Aguero. Okay. They're not up there. Well, he's... I will say in Drew's defense, he he's stepped it up a lot since his injury. Yeah, and then um, I'm not saying he's a crap striker. Do not try and. Like, I, oh, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah. that. But, what but I, saying, I like if Arsenal really wants to make that push, I feel like they need that upper echelon striker. I think, and I I, I don't know who they should get. I mean, you guys are always linked with Edin Cavani. Maybe that would work, but he's been doing crap for fucking PSG too. So, I mean, that's a weird situation as well. It is a whole bunch of things that I think Arsenal could use. Um, I'm not unhappy with Drew. I like to see how he finishes out the rest of the season. Do I think he's world class? I think he has maybe a little potential. He's starting to get up there. I believe he's 26 or 27. He should uh, be striking his prime right now. He should, yeah, yeah, around there. And I think he's starting to get there. I think now that he has players like Alexis. Um, and Mesut Ozil and Sandy, the Sandy Cazorlas around him, he's starting to do more. And he's he plays a lot of flicks lately is what I'm seeing. He really, well, he, he, I mean, he's a poacher. He, he, he's amazing he, within the six-yard box. His goal in this yard. game was, uh, was a poacher goal. He's amazing within the six-yard box. He is. Um, so, I but think... let's, let's, let's go back to the form now, all right? Because I, I brought up you, you brought up some nice stats t- this week yeah. about Arsenal. Um, I have 
Arsenal has been on a run. Mm-hmm. But so, let's go to if the season only started 10 games ago. All right. So the beginning of the year is what you're saying? Uh, essentially, yeah. Roughly around there. Yeah, somewhere time. around there. Um, Liverpool would be first. Arsenal would be... Cause, cause they would be second. Second. Though. Yeah. Because Liverpool has only dropped four points mm-hmm. out of a possible 30. They're 8-2-0 and zero right now. It's like, where did this run of form come from? I mean, the new year hit, and they, they've gone undefeated in the league. They have. Um... And then Arsenal would be second with 24 points because they've been 8-0-2. And, and then Chelsea would be sitting there at third with 21 points because they're 6-3-1. and one. Where would City be in that table? They would be, in the last 10 games, Manchester City would be eighth. Well, so there's that. So let's talk about the Liverpool game, let's though. Let's talk about Liverpool. Um, it wasn't a fantastic game, but there was two good goals in it. Yeah. So let's talk about the Henderson goal because it was a Coutinho shot. He was kind of getting, trying to get into that position where he shot against City. Yeah. It deflects back, and then Hendo, he channels his inner Steven Gerrard. He knows he's got that captain armband on him. Yeah. And he just does a laser. Does and it, it was it was little. I, I thought I was watching St- Steven Gerrard. You know. He's on his way out, so he yeah. needs to is be Henderson going to step up. Someone to fill the shoes. Um, he is. He does kind of play that that back farther that whole, in midfield. Well, when Steven Gerrard in his early season, he didn't he didn't play so he far. He wasn't back. there because that I mean that's just what happens to older players. They just slowly move back in position. Yeah. Um, um, but he also, I think, from what I've seen of Liverpool, he offers a bit going forward as well. He's not just like the typical like holding. Yeah, mid. Uh, he's been involved in some of their attacks, been scoring goals. Um, so could he possibly be the next guy to kind of step step up in that sort of Stevie G Liverpool sort of role? Uh, he stepped up a lot this season. Cause I remember last year he he was a joke. I I've seen a lot of good things from Jordan Henderson this season. Yeah. As Especially, compared, obviously, in the last 10, 11 games. Oh, yeah. You well, I mean? Liverpool as a whole, as a team, is just really clicking. I think Coutinho's really clicked. Coutinho just decided to step up or yeah. something after the he, new year. He's going to be a force. Um, Sturge, he got a fantastic header. Yeah. Because he was on the left post, like, directly in front of it. The keeper was, like, right there, and he still buried it. And I'm like, this freaking dude, man. He is... He is good. Liverpool missed him, man. He didn't do the dance, though. No. He didn't do the wave this week, this week, and that makes me upset. Well, that's okay. I think they got mad because we... Uh, Sometimes you just got to switch up those uh, those goal celebrations. He didn't really do anything, though. Um, that's fine. He just yeah. didn't hit the sticks. He just yeah. let the FIFA carry through until the replay screen. Yeah. So, I mean, the game was... And this is what I was saying. The game wasn't fantastic because it ended 2-0. It was the deserved score. Yeah. Liverpool probably could have had one or two more. And Burnley only had one shot on target. So, I mean, they're they're they played bad. Also, but in in their also in their defense, Liverpool's defense has been really stingy lately. Yeah. Uh Brendan Rodgers really got that system sort of figured out with uh Emre Chan. Yeah. And all that stuff. But moving on, let's talk a little bit about my Saints cuz I I've been growing as a Saints fan. Saints Versus uh, Crystal Palace, the Eagles of Crystal Palace. Uh, vodka. <laughs> Crystal Palace vodka. It it's a thing that exists. I don't know if it exists wherever you live, dear listener. <laughs> but we have Crystal. Yeah, Palace we actually vodka. have Crystal Palace vodka. And it you is... can buy it by the gallons for pence. <laughs> <laughs> you can so... drop about five quid on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get, so bad. Get six handles for for five p. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> exactly. We try our English things here. No, All right, but uh, try it again. Yeah, it's rough. Cunt. Twenty five dollars. <laughs> All right, so it was it was close call. Uh, there were a couple things in the game. Most notably, I think when uh Fraser Forster uh he fumbled across and it fell like almost right in front of Wilfred Zaha. Uh, the former Manchester United man, but he scooped it up, and that could have been very bad. Um, but I think 
it it was a win for Southampton, but it wasn't a solid win. Nope. It wasn't a convincing win. It probably one was nil, right? Deser- yes, it was yeah. a one niller. It was a late, late one niller. Sadio Mane again. Uh, how many how many winning goals has he gotten this year? He's gotten. Uh, I know this is his, I know of two. Yeah, this is his second like, of recent memory. Yeah. I, he might have had another couple, but uh, Ward Prowse shoots the ball, rebounds. Uh, Mane's there, puts it in. Late, late in the game. Not really much that Crystal Palace can do to come back. Um, this was uh, actually about Crystal Palace. I believe Alan Pardew before this had a four-game away from home winning streak, I believe. And now this was his first loss. Uh, it probably was a, a game that deserved to be a point apiece. Yeah. It was not. That's well, the well, way. It wasn't a great game. I remember watching the first half well, some of it, and I was just like... This isn't good football. Well, that that is the way that football happens, though. Yeah. Is sometimes it it's I kind of equate it to basically Manchester United season, <laughs> <laughs> where yeah. they just get a. a See, just, that's the funny thing, though. Manchester, like I said before, Manchester United didn't actually play that horrible this week. But as a general rule, yeah, for the they, season, they've been. Been, and they squeak out. Yeah, it's been bad. It's um, it's been embarrassing for the league. So, uh, Southampton remains in that last little spot, the Europa League spot. Uh, what do you think about Southampton? Do you think they have what it takes? Do they have the the testicular fortitude? Honestly, in my opinion, I feel like because I feel like Liverpool is going to pass Southampton and Manchester United. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like Southampton's. I feel like. Their luck and their position is slowly getting out of their hands, and it's going to depend on what United and Tottenham do. Okay. But so, if you had to make a a prediction right now for top four, well, not for top. Well, we'll get to a top four prediction, but what, specifically Southampton. If you had to take a guess right now, as where Southampton's going to finish sixth, sixth. So that's right out of those Europe. I I'm gonna I'm gonna be bold about it. I think. Uh, I think the win, even though it wasn't a great win, uh, it was a very it's much it's, it's, it was very needed. much needed win. Yeah, and I think it'll give him a little boost of confidence. And I think, uh, excuse me, I just burped for those for you lovely listeners. <laughs> I made that little gift for you. Uh, I think they've Southampton has been playing some interesting things. Um, Juricic, their new signing, has started above Dusan Tadic, which I don't agree with. I, I like the way Dusan Tadic plays, especially with, like, Pella. And when he and Elia and Pella are on the field, I think that's a pretty good attacking power. Uh, and I really, after watching them, the difference that Morgan Schneiderlin has made coming back. He just got he, offered an, a contract extension, too. has been huge. Uh, yeah, I, I think... I think if they make Europe... That Morgan Schneiderlin it's huge will for stay. the club. That it's huge for the club. I think Schneiderlin will stay. I think if they're not in Europe, though, I think it's hard for me to. It's like in the first half of the season, I was kind of rooting for the Saints. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean, like it's great. Um, but right now, the form that Arsenal and Liverpool are showing at the right time of the season, when it counts, yeah, I'm. It's hard for me to root against them. Understandable. You know what I mean? Um, I guess time will tell at this point. Southampton, I think they have the... They probably have some of the tools. Ronald Koeman. Yep. Uh, I think he can lead the boys to some things. But, you know, there's uh, not too many games left in the season. We're coming up on May. Yep. And there's not too much left. So let's move on to the yes. other Manchester club. The Citizens. The Citizens. Formerly known as the Noisy Neighbors up until they won the second title. Then they were just the the only team in Manchester is what we're called now. <laughs> is that what they're called? Yeah. Okay. Well, because Manchester United is actually in Trafford. You know, location, location, location. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, I, I, I knew a couple facts about this game. Uh, Vincent Company, usually the captain, was on the bench. How did you feel about that? So, after the last couple games, I was completely fine with it, because Company was actually 
pretty much directly involved with all the goals that we conceded in the last couple I of games. I think that's fair to say. Because he does this whole step up out of position, and then he makes Mangala or Dean McAllis look bad. Mm-hmm. And so when he was actually on the bench and like Mangala and Dean McAllis were starting, usually I'd be afraid. But with the form that Vincent Company has been in, I really wasn't because yeah. I, I knew Dean McAllis and Mangala would stay back yeah. and play as just true center backs. And they did. Mm-hmm. Which is great to see. Um, so I'm, I, I honestly believe that those two played together when they were together, played better without company mm-hmm. in the match because I feel like company is just trying to do too much. I don't know what what is actually happening. He always does those step ups and he tries to steal the ball and then like tries to run up, the, but he, most of the time he misses. Because, a... I mean, like, here's proof, though. We got a clean sheet. Yeah. Have you I had... mean, th- again, it was against Leicester, but we got a clean sheet. Have you had many of those lately? Yeah. Well, recently. I mean, yeah, the game before Liverpool, yeah, it was 5-0. <laughs> but so, as a, generally lately, we I, I looked at it today. I, we have the same amount of clean sheets as Arsenal. I don't remember what the number is. I think it's six or seven. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the exact number for the season, but I remember looking at it in Arsenal and Manchester City have the same amount of clean sheets over the season. So, well, um, we also had Boney start, which I thought was an interesting call, allowing him to start considering Jekko scored last week. Mm-hmm. Do you and think... Uh, I don't think he played well. I know, that's I know what that's I was going to ask. Yeah, I know that's going to be your next question. Do you no. think he did good? Okay. No. I Well, holding up play, yes. Obviously, he's he, got he's, that strength. Yeah, he's a very big, imposing figure. Mm-hmm. But there was definitely two attempts that he should have he should have finished. No, do you think... I mean, the, the, if he finished even one of those, my entire opinion would be changed. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's that's but, how fickle we are about goals and wins when we're talking about soccer and football. I mean, it's it's amazing how, how quickly things can change. So, do you think like a Dzeko or Hovatich would have scored those goals? Oh, definitely. Maybe not Jovatich. He's been out of form. But Dzeko? Mm-hmm. Yes. He would have finished them. Definitely finished them. Now, this was a, a 2 niller. yes? 2 niller. 2 niller. Um, there was there was a PK. I don't. I don't think it was a one hundred percent denied on Leicester side. But Wilfred Boney was involved. Mm-hmm. Like he got his arm across, and then he immediately like went up. Like he's like he knew what he was doing. Like he immediately pulled out of it, and then the guy went down. And I think that's what the ref saw. I saw. I think he saw the timing of what. You know what I mean? So that I think that's why the ref didn't give it. And I mean, but did you think that maybe he should have? No. So it wasn't... I, I, like I'm saying, it wasn't... It would have been a soft call is what you're saying. I, I would have been upset about it. Yeah. It wasn't like the Newcastle um, United one. That was clear cut. That was a penalty. I mean, I thought... This one would have been... If they gave it like on a bias thing, I would have been like, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's interesting. But um, I wasn't like 100%. That's a penalty. Really quick, just a quick backtrack real fast. The Arsenal game, there was a clear... I thought a pretty clear penalty on Mesut Ozil because if you look at the replay, the a QPR defender had a full hand of his shirt pulled him back. I think the I think the ref couldn't have seen it. I don't understand how one of the linesmen didn't see it, but Mesut Ozil was in on goal, and then... His head goes back, and his upper body starts to go back. Yeah. I don't think he slipped. I think it was very clear that someone grabbed a shirt, but I digress. Yeah. Back to the City game. So, uh, and then we, I mean, we had a rebound, Silva, poacher goal right before halftime, which is, it, that's a great time to score it for is. your team. You know, I mean, you go into the locker room all happy. And then, pretty much a bunch of nothing. Yep. Boney comes off. Milner comes on. And then Lampard comes on. Yeah. And then Aguero comes off. And then Jekko goes on. Yeah. And then Milner, right at the end of the game, scores. Great cross. He was just... 
he's an old school striker. I mean, he's what else? A, what else can I say about him? He's had a couple goals this season for City. Hasn't yeah, he? a couple key goals. Not that this was necessarily a key goal, but it certainly gave him that cushion. Well, yeah, it was the buffer. It, it killed the game off for the last like four or five minutes. So I mean, it, it's always good to see him score. I hope he stays. You know, at least one more, maybe two more years. I mean, to be honest, he's getting up there in age, but. I feel like he might be one of those weird guys that could probably play until he's 35. Like, I think at a high level. We talked about this before. He should yeah. come to the MLS. He would destroy the MLS. Mm-hmm. James Miller would absolutely destroy the MLS. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's move on. So we have the guys in first place. I'm going to just let you know. I mean, it was... Chelsea won again. I mean, we're coming to get this... At this point, it was one nil. Yeah. All right. Hazard scored in the twenty third minute. Mm-hmm. Decent goal. Um, I've become a fan of Eden Hazard. He he's a fantastic player. It's great. He's, he's he really he's is a talent. I'm, he's I'm, quick. I unfortunately he you know signed another extension with Chelsea. He's going to be there essentially for the rest of his life. So, but here are interesting stats though that I pulled up. West Ham had seven shots on target. Yeah. Didn't score any. Chelsea only had three. What does that say to you about Thibaut Courtois? He is one of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League right now. If not the best. No, he's... I wouldn't wouldn't say he's the best. Well, this season, though, I'd have to say David De Gea. I would have... I'd have to say... Courtois has if, more if clean gonna, sheets. If we're going to base on clean sheets, if it's just going to be... Courtois has more clean... Chelsea, in general, has more clean sheets. Do you sheets. know who has, who has the most, though? Fraser Forster from Southampton. Does that, he? Yes, he does. He has 12. I think I think or Chelsea thir- has 14. 13, yeah. Uh, I, last I checked, Fraser well, Forster had... I, I don't think Penetech's played one game. Was uh, one. Well, anyways... That's fine. Track yeah, for yeah. The Golden Glove. Yeah, he might get it, but Courtois. I mean, he is really good. He is. So, but I mean, this is Mourinho's way. What is, par- parking the old well, bus? Well, it's not even parking the bus. He is fantastic at getting one nil victories. He's he done in his entire career. He had a game. He yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Well, he also. I don't know what he does because this is where a lot of people don't like Mourinho, but he he trains the defense very well. Mm-hmm. Keeps him very on point. So I have to give him props for that because that's just Mourinho's way getting. I mean, I don't know what else to He's say about a it. Mastermind. He 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 is he is a good manager. I'm never gonna deny that. And especially when a cup is on the line, yeah, he wins it. He know he, He's won 21 cups. He's only wa- lost one, one cup final. One. Yeah. That's insane. The guy knows how to do finals. Yeah, yeah and I remember like when when. Jose and Pep were still over in La Liga, mm-hmm. and um, they were talking about the heads up between Pep Guardiola and Jose Mourinho. Like Pep Guardiola has beaten Jose Mourinho head on, head to head, like a whole bunch of times. But Jose Mourinho goes, "How many times has he beaten me in a cup?" And I, I mean, it shut everybody up because because he didn't care about he didn't care about the El Clasico. So if it wasn't for a cup, yeah, if it wasn't for silverware, he didn't care. You know. So, but anyways. Let's move on to the other team, Tottenham versus the Swans, Spurs. who have our favorite player on it, John Joe Shelley. Yeah, Bond villain. Yeah. So this was a pretty close game, yeah. Oh uh, well, it turned into a close game. It got it, real it, close at yeah. the end. So in the 60th minute, it was three-one. Chadley scored, Mason scored, and Townsend scored for Tom. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Quick highlight of Mason. He's one of their youngsters that's been brought up. Like, good for him to get off the mark. You know what I mean? I Everybody loves seeing that. Mason is, is pretty good. Yeah. When I've seen him. He likes to have a go from long range. Yeah. Everybody loves it. You know. I mean, it he's, seems like he's going to be a quality player. Um, Sigurdsson scored in the 89th minute. Yeah. Really, like, guilty. Tom collapsed after this. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't. I mean, the Swans are a good team. Oh yeah, they've, they've, you know what I mean. They I, were. But, I mean, like Tom really just showed that they really can't push for the top four at this game because gl- Swans poured on the pressure. I'm glad that part- someone else said it because I mean, there's there was 
this should have been 3-3. Hugo Lloris saved their ass. He has been one of the, arguably the better goalkeepers. He hasn't kept too many clean sheets. Yeah, well. But when he's had to make some saves. Yeah, he's been great. The Frenchman has made some yeah. saves. Yep. Made some of the most. That's the other thing, too, is do you think the Golden Glove should go to most clean sheets or most saves? Because I feel like most saves is more important. That's, Don't you? That's tough. I'd say because I feel like I feel like clean sheets also defends a uh, depends a lot on the defense. On the defense. True. Um, I must so say I feel like David De Gea has got to be up there. He's got to have. I, really I feel like he's got to have the most saves in the season. I really think the whole. I'll like, look it up for next week. Clean sheets thing is is an interesting concept. Like if that's what it is, I believe that is what it's based on. No, it is what it's based on. Yeah, no. Well, I know then that. never mind what I just said. Uh I feel like you know, sa- that I feel like saves should be counted in though. I think that that's fair. But at the same time, you know, it is all about the clean sheets and sometimes defenses don't do the job. Yeah. And then it is up to the goalkeeper and the goalkeeper. But I feel like I would like sheet. it to see uh a keeper from a shitty team that has a crappy defense get accredited with the Golden Glove one year because that person made the most saves. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that should I that should be something. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, maybe maybe he should get a crucifix. A crucifix. They call him the Savior Award. Jesus, that's <laughs> the Jesus Christ Award for the premiere that he goes yeah. to. Um, but about yeah. about spuds real fast. And yes, I did say spuds. That wasn't an accident. <laughs> um, do you think no. Tom could finish? Oh, you already know what I'm gonna ask. Yeah, uh, no, I, I already said it though, because I know where you're gonna go. I, I, can they get into? Can they get into the Champions League? Do no. Do you think? What about Europa? Can they go yeah. back to Europa? You think? Yeah, definitely. Will they see Europe? Definitely. So, really, okay. So now that we covered kind of the the top five, everyone in the top five won. Everyone in the top. It five stayed won. the same. Yeah, there's no difference in the table. So. Well, there's differences, but not at the top. Not the top five. Some of, Everybody some of, the, bo- some of the bottom. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. but The top where yeah. it counts. Um, let's make some predictions. Because you kind of mentioned it before. If you had to, at this point... How, how far do we want to list? Top four. We'll, we'll say well, top. Why we, why, Let's make it interesting. Top seven. Ooh. Okay. I'll say... It's kind of hard to root against Chelsea losing the league at this point. Do whatever your gut says. Uh, so, I'm going to say... Don't think too hard. That's, this is where you're going to start making mistakes. Just Alright, I'm going to say... Rate it right out. One through seven. Okay, so if I had to say right now, I'm going to say um, Chelsea, Arsenal, City... Liverpool, Southampton, United, Spurs. You're putting the United pass. Oh. Mm-hmm. I went there. Yeah. Cold, bold predictions. I could now that might not be how it ends at all, but just yeah, something no, no. about something about the way it feels in my loins. That's fine. That's fine. My loins are saying that this might happen. So I'm gonna say Chelsea squeaks it out. You saying they get the title? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Right at the end. And that's really a lot to do with our inconsistent form right now. We being Manchester City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm saying City stays in second. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go with Arsenal third. Okay. Liverpool fourth. Tottenham fifth. Tottenham fifth. Yes. United Tottenham United No, I'm just you know I'm going to say I'm going to keep with my gut cuz I said that before right Southampton is 6th right okay. that's what you asked me for. Yeah. I'm going to say United gets 7th. Okay. So isn't that uh David Moyes position? Didn't that really finish last season? Yes. Mm-hmm. Out of Europe. So, and good cuz fuck them. Yeah, they don't Wouldn't that just be a big old slap in the face to the United owners if they spent all that money on the unhealthy Marias and the Daily Blends 
and the, the loan money for Rat and Mouth Cow Cow and saw no return on it. Yeah, well. What are you going to do? United you, fans you, you would didn't buy be, what you needed. You it has nothing to do... Uh, at, that, at that point, if you if you just go by from that point alone where the money was spent, it was, all it was spent poorly. Yeah. They needed... They didn't to, make a team. They needed to replace they Patrice made, Evra. They made a striking all-star team that you'd put together on FIFA. Yeah. That you'd play only on semi-pro. Ah. <laughs> It was piss poor. Yeah, they need they definitely need to replace like the Patrice. The entire Evers back line. And Nemanja Vidic. Is that is that his yeah, Nemanja Vidic. Nemanja Vidic. Yeah. Okay. They need to replace Rio Senko. Ferdinand. At QPR. God, I hate him though. Yeah, it's yeah. He made a face when when Drew did the headbutt in the game, he got sent off. <laughs> he like bit his like tongue and stuff. I was like, oh, You man. are an ugly son of a yep. bitch. You look like something that came out of like Salvador Dali's dream and then got like brain fucked by Dr. Seuss or something. Yeah, think about that. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. All right. He's a weird muppet looking motherfucker. Yeah, no, he is, he is, he is. Alright, um, moving on. So we're gonna go into our final thoughts. Like we said before, everyone in the top five one. Yep. Um, other notable games. Stoke beat Everton. Oh, God poor, damn. poor Everton. Goddamn it works. Um, 2-0. Stoke is in 8th place right now. Alright, Everton drops to 14. What, what, what did it just be like, Roberto Martinez, to like fall to relegation, but win Europa League and go to the Champions League? Could you imagine? Could you imagine that? I don't. I don't think Everton is that. I don't. I don't think they're in that much danger to go to get relegated. I'm just saying though. Yeah, but they're, 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 they're getting closer, especially if the other notable game, if Aston Villa decides to keep scoring and recording wins. Tim Sherwood's first win as a Villa man. Yeah. Um. Welcome back, Gabriel Bonglahor. <laughs> you know they missed you. Yeah. They missed you at Villa Park. He's got. He's. He had an interesting system. He played two strikers, I believe. Yeah. Agbon Lahore and uh, Benteke yep. up front. And Benteke put the game to bed with a late PK that West Brom gave up. Like a bunch of dinguses. They could have ga- got a point. What a bunch of birds. What a bunch of... <laughs> That's for the birds. Yeah. Fucking West Brom. Uh, but now Villa's out of the relegation zone. Yeah. They're uh, 25 points. They're 17th in 17th place. Yeah. Um, the two, the, it, it's 22-22 and 18, I believe. We can yeah, it. yeah. QPR in 18th at 22 points. Nine, Burnley in 19th at 22 points. On goal difference. And Leicester, yeah, with 18 points. Um, but QPR and Leicester have a game in hand over... Burnley and Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. So, right now, that is the bottom of the table, but who do you see, if you had to make a guess, we made kind of top four yeah. predictions, if you had to take a guess right now, who who goes down, who are you saying? Uh, I'm... I don't think Neil can do it with Leicester. I think Leicester's done. I think Leicester will probably stay bottom. And they're, I mean, they're four points behind. Barring, Matt. like, some sort of, like, super run that we've not seen. I don't think they're ever going to, I don't think anybody will recreate Sunderland's great escape with Gus Boyette as he did last year. I will say, uh... But, I mean, it's, it's any of those teams from 14th on down could drop. They did bring in, um... Was it? I think Cramerich was the striker they brought in. Yeah. In the January transfer window, who has scored for them, but well, I don't think you know they had Ujoya, but I don't really see them coming out at the bottom. I'm gonna say Leicester stays bottom, but then we then we got like a between the gap between Leicester and we'll go as high as Everton. Let's say is That's ten. What I said. Is yeah. ten. Oh, did you? I, yeah. I don't listen when you talk. Everton is ten points, so that's that's a lot of wiggle room yeah. for some of those clubs. I don't think Everton will stay there. 
Um, Hulk could crash out. Uh, Steve Bruce. Sunderland, I think, will stay. Stay up? Yeah. Villa, I, I'm honestly, Villa, I have no clue. Yeah, you can ever So try. I would say, for me, the three that are, well, Lester's out. All right? Okay. I would say to fill the, I would say there's four teams I could possibly do. I would say it's Hull, uh, Villa, QPR, and Burnley. I feel like that's where the fight really is. I feel like that's, those are the four teams it'll come down to. I, I honestly think, if I had to guess, is the three in relegation right now are going to stay there. Or yeah. going to finish there, rather. Yeah. Um, I think Aston Villa under Tim Sherwood, I think the win will give them a lot. And I think they'll start to be inspired. Good. And start playing. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, that's it for to this, that, uh, this that, episode. That is it for today. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, be sure to go check out our YouTube channel. It's just simply Banter Zone. We're also on Facebook, just Banter Zone. We're on Twitter at Banter Zone 90. And we're on Instagram at Banter Zone Official. I, of course, am Benzo. And with me, as always, is BK. BK, that's it. The Banter Boys, we in here, as always. And uh, we'll be talking to you next week where we'll talk about some of the FA Cup action from this weekend. Um, Champions League. Some of the Champions League matches, some of the Premier League matches. We'll bring you. uh, We'll touch on MLS highlights. It's the first. It's the first game. MLS starting back up. It's it's already someone. Someone's gonna see. uh, Yeah, I'll be done at the Orlando game, like I said before. Yeah, and then next Sunday. Yeah, we'll be at the New York game. We'll be at the inaugural New York New York City FC against the Revs against New England Revolution. Lee Wynn and Jermaine Jones. Versus the likes of one David Villa. And Mix the Discaru. And also... Jeb Brofsky. Brofsky. What a name, Brofsky. I love that guy. He's got a great mustache. And then... Uh, Let's run it short. Let's cut it short. Let's go. <laughs> Let's not do that. Let's leave it. But we got to get our kits. we got to kit up. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Spanish Zone. Until next time. <laughs>